0: Welcome everyone to another night at the round table. Yes, um, this one is a good, oh, I am so excited to talk about this. I'm sure you read the title of this episode, but um, I, I will, of course, introduce the members of this round table before I get too excited. Uh, I am Zinger of the Zingness Podcast. Every week.
1: I'm Derek. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for my podcast. introduction. I was I, too.
2: I love this. <laughs> I'll I'll introduce, <laughs> as we get going, I'll introduce, I'm Zinger. Dead silence. Waiting for my introduction, sucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, fine, 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 fine. I got this. I got this. We've got Derek Hayes from Monsters Among Us. Say hi. Uh, Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? We are doing great. I'm assuming David Floor from Blurry Photos is doing well too. Oh, I'm here. You betcha. You betcha. I did the thing. We, we we are done with that. Um this, this 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 pick was mine and it is the um Norwegian film Troll Hunter. Oh man, I I love this movie and I cannot wait for the two of you to tear it apart and make me feel terrible about my decisions in life. Um I love this movie. I I have talked about this movie multiple times on my own podcast. Um and I cannot wait to get your guys' opinions, talk about it some more because i'm daring to say this is in my top 10 movies like overall top 10 movies i love this movie i think it is amazing and like i said i want to get your guys opinion i want to talk about this so um that's my very hot out of the gate take so um what did you guys think i'm gonna go with derek since apparently we need to announce who's going next
1: (laughs) well that helps well, when you picked this movie, I was thinking, oh, Justin, come on, dude, uh, this movie's awesome. Why are you picking a good movie for this? <laughs> I love. I know it's going to be a boring Troll episode. This <laughs> mo- I, I found this movie when it first came out. Uh, weirdly enough, the office I was working in, I believe we took a meeting with the director or a producer of this one way or another. So everybody in the office ended up watching this film, and man, it was just amazing. Uh, the The special effects, the the visual effects, I should say didn't age that well honestly but that might be my only uh complaint about the entire film uh, i i loved it I'll, I'll dissect it later on i'll let david get his his word in but this is a really good found footage film it's a really good uh fantasy horror film i'll
2: put it that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i kept hearing it described as dark uh comedy and there's some comedic aspects to it but yeah i'm, I'm with you it's it's much more of kind of a uh uh, fantasy horror, mm. um, and, and, uh, folktale, um, movie. And I, I think this is probably, maybe I'm forgetting some, but it's, this might be the best one we have reviewed yet. Um, I watched it back in the day and, and loved it. And, uh, it still, you know, stands up as one of the best, um, films, especially to portray a region's folklore, um, and do it in a modern setting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin, why don't you go ahead and give us a synopsis of the film real quick, just so everyone's uh, up to speed with what's actually going on, and then we'll kind of tear into the plot and the performances and all that stuff.
0: I can definitely do that. Um, I I didn't want to be so bored to say this is the best one we picked. I mean, it it might be a close second, because... First place is obviously taken by the Meg, so I mean everything else is just second place to that movie. Um, I not, will not course, many kids at...
2: getting yeeted out of the doors in the uh, in this
0: movie, but you know we'll let that pass. <laughs> I, I I do have a question for Flora later that, that that is pertinent to the Meg discussion, and I want to know his opinion in this movie on that. But um, as for the plot. The plot for this movie is a group of college students are well, of course the I guess the overall plot is this is found footage. I'm using big quotation fingers everywhere. This is a found footage, like this footage was found. There's no explanation and we are just watching basically everything that the these investigators are able to find and there's really no explanation to what happened to anyone involved in this. But um Going from that, it is the, um, it takes place, of course, in Norway. It's um, around a group of college students, three of them, doing a, like, class project, documentary thing on bear hunting and poaching that is going on. And as they begin, and that that, that basically is, like, less than two minutes of the film is them talking about that. But then they get on to this, to this uh, one gentleman that is, like, an outcast even among the bear hunters named Hans, and they start following him, and basically some weird events transpired where trolls uh, turned out to be real, and they are all over Norway, and uh, Hans is like the only line of defense between the people of Norway and a massive amount of trolls that are just everywhere, and oh man, just, just chaos ensues afterwards. So... I, I I guess is 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 that is 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 that a good summation for you guys? Sure. All right. Cool. Also, ton of folklore and stuff like that. But we we'll, we will get into it. Well, maybe we should add that they together this film crew. Uh,
1: they kind of get in this. Uh, what do you want to describe this Mad Max style
0: vehicle that he drives all over oh, Norway oh my with? Gosh. I I mean I I I'd assume that maybe all vehicles in Norway just look like this. No, um, Hans is. Um, it's a Land Rover, isn't it? Range Rover, Land if it's Rover, not, something. It sure looks Ra- like it. Yeah, yeah, something it, like that. It, it is a larger SUV that basically is equipped with a ton of UV lights on the top, and then near the end of the movie, gets um, like supercharged with like spikes and metal, and it, it does look like something that that's from the Mad Max movies, where where he has to go on and take on a giant troll with this and, and the UV lights and just <laughs> oh my gosh, it is ridiculous. Like describing this movie, it's like this is ridiculous and it's like I'd loved every bit of it. No, the the, 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 the troll hunter in this movie, Hans, is a am- the the character's amazing. He is a basically beaten down um basically government worker who's just tired of doing his job. <laughs> and once the world didn't know what is going on and just allows this, this, this group of college kids to follow him. And, and like he even wears a suit of armor at one point, kind of taking on, you know, the Knights, the, 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 the knight slaying the, the beast sort of role. If, oh, he, if you would. Yeah. It, on and, a, and a bridge. And he no gets
2: kind of, yeah. Kind of yeeted in, in that moment. <laughs> not, as, not as crazy as that kid in uh, a lie. but uh, <laughs> He gets smacked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, he gets, I oh my god, like, it's one of those things, I've, I've seen this movie a ton of times, and every time I forget just how hard he gets just slammed around by that troll. Mm-hmm. And then just gets up and is like, ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, what what he's basically doing is, he's driving around Norway, uh, yeah. looking for all these different subspecies of trolls. Apparently there are two types, Now, you guys might correct me on this if I'm wrong, but Uh, There's the mountain trolls and the woodland trolls, and then there's different subspecies of each of those, and some of them are small, some of them are large, some live in family groups, and they're all these different amalgamations of folkloric troll descriptions, I guess, hairy, Mm -hmm. big noses, Uh, a lot of them are like, toward the end I'm sure we're going to talk about this, spoiler alert, of course. Uh, some of these trolls are like four or 500 feet tall or, you know, something along those lines. They're massive. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we'll get into that here in a bit, but that's kind of the variety they're dealing with. He's going around essentially hunting these trolls that get out of their designated regions that were set up by the government. So just imagine Mm it's Jurassic Park with trolls and, uh, a Norwegian troll hunter.
2: (laughs) Yeah. He's the Robert Muldoon of, uh, (laughs) I couldn't think of the dude's name. (laughs) Shoot
0: her! <laughs> Clever troll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, also, you got trolls with multiple heads too. Like, there's a whole like the thing I I love in and with this is it wraps the mythology into modern day perfectly. Yeah, in my opinion, and it does. Yeah, uh, doesn't fully explain everything. Like, they, 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 there's a lot of like stuff left hanging, but um, for the most part, it does an amazing job of like kind of intertwining it with our modern day and to be honest i mean i i know that this is a fictional thing and everything but it makes it so believable it's like i want to believe sort of thing it's i I want a t-shirt but instead of the ufo it's got a troll on it you know one of the things (laughs) that i I
1: picked up on that i'm sure everybody else did too i'm not special but uh that i noticed kind of helps sell that is they would go around and film things that were just everyday normal things um, mm-hmm. a car that was out in the middle of the lake, and, like, you could just see the top of it. Obviously a part of a flood or it rolled out of control, but they blamed trolls on it. Uh, there was a storage, con- like, one of those big shipping containers, uh, what is this, uh, COMEX, I think is what those things are called, uh, kicked in. Like, it looked like something, like, tried to break into it, and they're like, oh, well, we store tires in here, and trolls love to eat tires. So it tried <laughs> to kick in and get in here. So they just used things in their everyday environment and kind of flipped them on their heads to explain... Uh, what, what, David, you, you're gonna have the perfect uh, quote for this, but basically they're using anecdotal evidence to create a completely different uh, world.
2: Essentially, is is that making sense? Oh yeah, yeah. They're it, it's kind of like they're uh, taking their environment and molding the film around it so it's more believable. Yeah, uh, yeah. as opposed to trying to create or manufacture stuff. To fit what their narrative is, in a way, I think is what you're saying, right? Much more eloquently put it, thank you. <laughs> put it, uh, yeah, and there I agree. You go. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Well, it's it's and and I, I watched a little um, behind the scenes on on this uh, how they did it, and this is part of the reason why I think this is such a strong movie. Is it's uh, mostly independent. They uh, had a filmmaker from Norway who was well-versed in the folklore, loved it, you know, grew up with it. Drew on all that to write the script. Uh, I think he went to film school in California and then came back, got a grant to, to make this thing. And so the budget was super small and they they used it perfectly in this. And not only did they um, get the CGI looking good enough to, to be believable in, in settings and that stuff, uh, what he wanted to do was go through Norway, shoot the actual scenery, which is gorgeous, and make sure that you know everything they said they were doing and where they were at matched up with what the film uh, what they filmed at, at the time because uh-huh. they knew if they were to say we're at um, you know point A in Norway looking for this troll and they were somewhere in point M, that Norwegians would be like, "What are you doing? That's not where that is in Norway. This is stupid," and so they really <laughs> tried to pay attention to little details like that. And a lot of the movie is improvised because they they wanted it to be more organic and real. And I think that's it's such a great testament to what you can do with film uh, on a on a limited budget and with no grubby little producer hands trying to do what they think is right for you yeah. you know what I mean yeah uh, just to point out I had
1: a 3.5 million dollar budget which is nothing super low that's absolutely nothing for a film like this I mean they're on location the entire time uh there I couldn't even tell you how many minutes of of special effects footage they needed I'd say mm-hmm. probably upwards of 10 minutes of it that's super expensive and it wasn't terribly done uh, you know it's what's the movie now almost Twelve years old, something like that. Uh, it came out uh, ten, actually ten, ten, 10, 10, 10 eleven. Uh, yeah, you know the the special effects they hold up decently for that kind of money. Once you see that that's the budget they spent, you, you kind of dismiss a lot of the the questionable CGI. And and, and I need I, to point uh, out it wasn't questionable <laughs> when we watched this ten years ago. It's only questionable
0: now, looking back.
1: And I was it's about, still about to say, mate, terrible. It's not terrible.
0: Maybe no. maybe I've got rose tinted glasses, but I'm like I feel it holds. I mean, yes, I know that it stuff's gotten better now, but I'm like I feel like compared to maybe some other stuff around the time, and also just seeing just some other stuff that's come out since then, um, it, it it holds up in my opinion. I mean, yes, a lot of it's in the dark and that does hide a lot of the stuff, but it's like they they I think they did a great job with it, and the whole shooting on on location, everything's really cool because. I know that there's something that probably I don't know if a lot of people know. I know Derek will probably immediately be like, yeah, you're correct on that. Um, most of the time stuff is shot in like Vancouver or Toronto and it's like, oh, it's New York City. Like they 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 use like different places to claim it somewhere sure. else yeah, mm-hmm. they for for a lot of American movies. Yeah, I, I can't speak
1: for Norwegian films, but yeah, here they do that a lot.
0: Yeah, but the, but if that's the case with this where they shot on location because they knew people would be like, oh man, that, I know exactly where that is. That's really cool yep. and everything. Well,
1: again, the budgetary restraints uh, pretty much force them to shoot this way. And this this genre of film and the story itself plays really well into that. It's just mm-hmm. kind of a perfect storm
0: of all these little things. Yeah. And, and once again, in my opinion, one of the best found footage... I don't know i feel like i i feel yes this is one of the best ones there's apparently a ufo one that came out recently or like some roswell related one that's apparently pretty good i haven't seen it though
1: yeah i'm not familiar with that one
0: that's that's in the same vein as like the found footage like thing there are
1: literally hundreds of of terrible found footage horror films a ufo (laughs) bigfoot um, ghost, you name it, it's 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 represented somewhere. wage I, I was actually working on one at one time before I was in the podcasting game. I was a, uh, trying to be a, a film writer, and uh, I wrote a story. It was called uh, Kakui, which is uh, uh, El Kakui is the boogeyman in, in Spanish, and essentially it was like a a band of near human vampires that lived on the border and they would basically prey on people that were coming across the border and it would mm. that was how some of the uh some of the disappearances were explained because of these vampires and it was sort of the same sort of the same idea there was an investigative crew trying to figure out where these people were going and they kind of stumble upon like an old uh it's not a church what what are the oh man missions. 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 Thank you. Yes. They, they stumble upon an old mission and it's just filled with vampires and like the tombs underneath are just filled with vampires. Obviously it didn't go anywhere, but when you're crew, at least in my experience, when I was writing this, I was using the environment to my benefit and they did this perfectly. And I probably watched troll hunter as preparation for writing that and picked up on that. It's been so long. I couldn't tell you if that was factual or not, but, uh, just the way they use their environment, like we said before, I, I absolutely love the way they did it, and uh, it's inspirational.
0: Mm-hmm. I I know that there's one part that I really like. It didn't show this, but it was talking about like where Hans was going over like reports and stuff, and how he like finds out ha- where Hans is a are. troll hunter, the, by the way. Yes, yes, Han, Hans is a troll hunter, and um, he was talking about how a bridge went out. And it shows like he he did a sketch of what he thinks happened. It was a troll walking through the fjord, body of water, and hit the bridge with its head, and took it out. Oh yeah, and everything and bonked his and head. That, is that was what he re- said. yeah, yeah, and and that was really cool in in the sense of like how he goes through and fight like picks up newspapers and stuff and looks for these oddities and everything to try to track where trolls are and everything, which is really cool. And of course, he has traps set up all over Norway and. I I didn't catch this until, and I've watched this several times, and for some reason this time I caught this. He's the only troll hunter in Norway. Yeah, which I was like, oh, I like I said, I've seen this dozens of times, and for some reason I never caught that he was the only one in Norway, which is even more shocking that they don't like have more people out. If this, I mean, especially with the like more giant ones we see later, which to to jump ahead and spoil real quick. Flora, was the troll big enough for you, or did you need a bigger <laughs> one? <laughs> they got there. <laughs> okay, good. Good. There's a good one there at the end. Um, cool. I, like, like I said, I, I do want to ask you guys. I know we could talk about the story stuff like that, but I wanted to ask you, what was your favorite troll in the movie? Ooh yeah
1: I don't know what they're called. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy names and and I can't even think of a single one of them. Uh, I'm skimming my notes here see if I wrote anything down. Uh, like I have a Ruff, bad habit of knowing all of them. Rufflepuff <laughs> and stuff. Uh, j- what, what are the names if you know them, Justin? just name a few of them just so uh,
0: there's the there, there's like the Mountain King, the Ringlefinch is I think the three headed one in the beginning. And then the mountain kings are the ones that are like the hairy ones with the big noses that uh, eat the one guy mm. or <laughs> or attack the one the, the Christian guy. Um oh, you should point that you should the, point that fact out. That's pretty important as well. If, if I I wanted to discuss that with you guys to see what your opinion was on that. Um, in in a second. Okay. And then there's the Jotun is the biggest one, mm. if I remember correctly. You I'm partial yeah, to the, uh, mm-hmm. the three-headed and the Jotun, I think
2: both of those are pretty cool.
1: You know, I like the one that was under the bridge.
0: I think it was atmospheric Ringo- for me. That's was was that the Ringgold Sure. Gosh, it's one of those things where it's all blending together <laughs> for me now, where well, I'm yeah, like trying to.
1: You have a clearer picture than any of us, so uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, I just like the, the image of the troll under the bridge. They're feeding this thing sheep, trying to get it to come out. Oh, when the it does finally goats. come out, it's it's missing. Yep. Oh, yeah, the goat. Ah, I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> oh, man, the symbolism, the synchronicity even. Uh, there was just something about the imagery of, of that that I really liked. The troll had one arm. It was missing an arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that touch as well. So that was probably my favorite troll floor
2: yeah no i i like the uh the three-headed one and i like the the at the end um and a lot of the design uh of these trolls i i heard someone uh say once that they thought that the trolls weren't scary enough and i'm like screw you like the (laughs) these things are they are what they are and they're scary because they can pick you up and bite your head off. Like yeah. how much scarier do you, you don't need like fangs and red eyes and slobbering and stuff. These things look straight from a children's illustrated book on Norwegian fairy tales, you know what I mean? And I With think that was a big and, inspiration for the design for the it trolls, was. wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So I, I thought that was and and that's a great homage to to the folklore and uh, that culture to to do it that way. I thought it was spot on the way they designed them and and how they looked and the the fear factor comes from what they're capable of you know yeah yeah
1: and each of these trolls had their own little niche in the environment as well, which I thought was was pretty fun and and helped sell the idea that these things could exist um, They made a point to explain what they ate. Uh, it just, uh, reproduction. They, they, they touched on right. that a little bit. Uh, they, they tried to answer all the questions. Like if you asked a question while you're watching this, I mean, I'm trying to think of an example. Maybe like, how did people not know about the trolls? Well, the guy had an answer for that. The government has this program that he's <laughs> part of that helps hide them. Like he had an answer for everything. And I feel like all those little details really help sell this world and really help you feel like you belong in it and that you're part of it. And when I watched the film, this is like the fourth time I've seen the film, and I still felt that way. Like I I forgot I was reading subtitles. All this stuff went away. I was just in the world with this, uh, these trolls and this troll hunter. It's, it's, a, it's a great film. I just keep circling back to it. But every little detail they did just makes it that much better.
2: Yeah. Everything serves the other thing
0: yeah I, I i hate picking a good movie for doing these round tables because I know people like us tearing them apart but every now and then it is nice to clean the palette and get a good movie and it's always weird because like Zingness since we do movie discussions and stuff like that it's always hard to talk about a good movie <laughs> because the, it is, I mean it you is. just sit there, it, it, it's it, it's a good movie, but it's like this this is so good and it's one of those things I want more people to be able to find this and watch it because I'm like I feel like this is something that's so unique and such its own thing, and it was done so well, and I feel like it's just... I, I know that there was supposed to be a follow-up to this, or an or a, um, American remake of it. Both of those have fallen through, and I'm kind of almost glad... Because I like it being its own unique, like, one-off thing that, like, I can go back to and watch and enjoy. Well, there's something there's
1: something to be said, too, about it taking place in, in Norway. I've never been to Norway. Um, so when I see this, this is all foreign to me, so it, it makes it even more believable. Hell, for yeah. all I know, there could be trolls in Norway. I mean, I don't really think there are, but <laughs> I've never been there. Uh, it's it makes it believable. It does. It it really helps sell that. And when you make an American version of that, you take that element away. Uh, a perfect example yeah. of that is uh, "Let the Right One In," which man, I can't remember which country that was from originally. Uh, something Norwegian. It had that element. There was a, a language barrier. It was it was subtitled. Uh, the relationship with the kid and the the boy, like I really didn't understand. It's just a grand film. It took half the film to to develop all this stuff. But the American version. Uh, I just understood too much, and when you understand too much, you fill in the blanks in your own mind,
2: and that world just isn't as mysterious as it once was. Mm-hmm. Hey, they'll, they'll absolutely ruin it if if they try to make an American version of this. It, it would just be stupid. And my my feeling on it is, if you're going to do that, just give the dude enough money to make a second one. You know, yeah. do it. Yeah. Let him do it his way. It's successful. It. It didn't actually open up in the box offices over here, um, you know, like you, you might get with some other uh, movies, but it went straight to DVD and streaming. And I think if it had opened up in box office, it would have been even more successful, you know? Yeah. Um, but its you can't.
1: domestic opening was
2: $5,585. In Norway? I believe that's the U.S., or here. I believe that's the U.S. Oh. And and that's because they didn't they didn't put it in theaters, right? No, I'm sure it was like, limited, sure to it
1: limited to one theater contractually or something. <laughs> like, they do that all the time. A lot of our terrible films were contractually obligated to be the, to be released in theaters through the the main production company we're working with. And yeah. to get around that, they would open it in one or two theaters in like New York, L.A., or Chicago usually.
2: Yeah. Well, see, Justin, you were worried about talking about a good movie. I think that's when we. Focus on like what all went into it to make it good, which, uh, which, like I said, was the limited, um, producing that, that was done on it. And therefore, they had more creativity to, uh, to, you get more creative when you have less at, at your disposal, if that makes sense. Yeah. It does. And you, yeah.
0: you have to innovate. Yeah. You have to, you, if, if you want to get, you, you have to, like, you rely why, on your imagination
1: per- and creativity mm-hmm. more than your pocketbook.
0: Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And um, thank, thank, thank you. Well, <laughs> you said it better than I'll I was about full to, circle. So. David
1: fixed me and helped me out earlier. I'll Just <laughs>
2: pay it forward. Well, it's Justin's turn to fix <laughs> what I'm saying. Yes. Um, but you, uh, you, you see it in this that when you have someone who loves the source material and pays homage to it, respects it, and writes, you know, things that are directly pulled from it in order to tell a good story you see what it's capable of and and what you can get out of it uh as opposed to what some big wigs fat cats think that uh, will sell tickets and popcorn so that's that is what uh i think you can focus on with this movie it's a good movie here's how they did it and one other thing i want to bring up because um, i was as like i said watching the behind the scenes they had the um know if it was the prime minister of norway or i forget what this they said the or president the president of norway I believe. is it the president so yeah he he was given a um, press conference and was talking about like renewable energy or something off the coast and they had an island named troll uh and the this this filmmaker took this guy's press conference and kind of spliced it up a little bit <laughs> to make it seem like he admitted <laughs> That there were tro- there was a troll problem in Norway. <laughs> yeah, because that
0: that's, that's how real. it ends.
2: Yeah, yeah. They, they
0: end the film yeah. that way. It's yeah, so good. That, <laughs> that that's really cool. I didn't know that's how they did that.
1: Uh, David brought up something that, that might be a little fun to dissect here. Uh, if they did redo this film or remake this film, an American version, and let's say they they sh- shot for the moon, a two hundred million dollar budget. Tent, uh, summer tent uh, man. i will learn to talk eventually. A summer pole film. Uh, who's in it? Who directs? Where does it take place? What are you guys? What are your guesses on how bad it's going to be? Is Tom Cruise going to be in it?
0: Oh, if they made oh, him an American. Oh, wh- uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, how I, over the I, top
1: I, would they go with this?
0: Okay, so I was going with it being good and maybe like Guillermo del Toro. Was like I, so, so. So you're going with this? Is just a summer blockbuster well, we're, if, in if a we're bad gonna, sense. If we're going to make
1: uh, assumptions and, and we're going to make play make believe, let's shoot for the moon. Let's let's go for the worst possible version of this. And I think the more money you throw okay. at something like this, the worst it's gonna the worst it's gonna be. Yeah. And uh, so let's start with you had a two hundred million dollars. Kind of director okay. they had. Chris Columbus was originally uh, on
0: board to direct this, which is a oh very odd choice. What? Well, what's, what's Michael Bay up to these days? Oh, boy. Hey, the trolls do explode if exposed <laughs> to light, so uh, <laughs> there you go.
1: I'll start and say my thought was Christopher Nolan. He has connections to the area. I, I'm not real sure which country Nolan's from. I can't remember. Some Norwegian country, again. I'm an American, so I don't have to know other countries. Isn't that what everybody says? <laughs> <laughs> what they That's uh, what they teach us. Yeah, that's Not what the they teach us. Yeah. <laughs> I can name every single state, their capitals, all the cities, but you take me out of the country, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> it's a blue one. Um,
0: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, oh, but, for me, Christopher but, Nolan way, would tear this thing up. Uh, United Kingdom for Nolan. Oh, okay.
1: Well, that was close.
2: <laughs> European, at least. I, I like Justin's thought of uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. that um, seems like something that would be up his alley, but I, I think it would it would come out like pacific rim 2 or something like it it just would miss the mark would, even with that would big he budget. capture the action that's that's required to i think he'd overdo it you think so
1: I, i'm
2: okay yeah i agree with that i was going to argue I mean, with a so second what... but for a second um just based <sighs> so on for a
1: lead. Just based on pacific rim 2 <laughs> i've never seen it so that's why i i, I didn't make any arguments cuz i've i've only I, seen a few i of his still files,
0: haven't so. seen it I still haven't seen. I'd love the first one, but I'm the like, I, I, I'm like, I'm good. I, I, I don't, I don't need a follow up. You know, I, I was good on the first one. I
1: did see. I, I think it's called Atlantic Rim, and it's like a really terrible oh. knockoff. It's on uh, Mystery <laughs> Science Theater 3000 or something. I remember. Oh, uh, watching that late one night.
0: I guess I did too. If I watched Mystery Science Theater 3000, so yeah, yeah, it's a current by proxy. Yes. I've watched it. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> All right, terrible.
2: I'm, I'm going to throw out a, a lead actor here. You guys tell me with with this um, super budget and stuff what and and you know how it would be released in the united states what do you think as the as troll hans hunter. okay as the troll hunter hans okay. ryan reynolds
0: hmm. mm well the guy that plays hans is apparently a big like i think comedic actor or something mm-hmm. or more of a comedian and he plays it straight in this movie mhm so going with that that's a good choice I just can't see Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I just, I, disagree no, I with you, agree. I can't really Sorry.
2: either. It just seems to me that that would be something they would do to
0: screw this up. See, it's it's Liam is, Neeson is, I mean.
2: is the obvious choice here.
0: I was going to say Vin Diesel once again. Michael <laughs> Bay directing. See, we're all what a completely different films here.
2: <laughs> Good grief. That's like some... I'm trying uh, to ruin this movie.
1: I think I would make the lead the... I think his name was Thomas in the film. He was the the main interviewer, uh, the college student. I think I would make him one of the main characters, probably. And, you know, there'll end up being some sort of love interest between him and Johanna, uh, which was the sound girl. Uh, Other things he would throw in there that would just be ridiculous. It would take place... All over the world. It wouldn't just take place in one little place. Like, you can't confine this kind of thing. Like, they're busting out of the ground or coming out of the ocean or something along those lines. So, like, we have to travel everywhere to, to slow these down. Uh, that's, that's if my they version. were
2: smart, they'd save that for the sequel. But, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: <laughs> like Tremors? What are there? There's like 15 exactly. Tremor movies.
2: <laughs> Some
1: trolls fly now. Yeah, <laughs> They got cars. They fly they got now. sonar. <laughs> Uh, we didn't touch on this, Justin, and I really want to talk about it. The fact okay. that early on, Hans the troll hunter he he looks at all the kids, the, the documentary f- crew, and he, he makes sure none of them are Christian. Like it's an important thing. None of you are Christian whatsoever. And of course, they all agree. And of course, we find out later that one of the idiots was, and he lied about it, and the troll ate him. Uh, so so that's what we were teasing about a little bit ago. Uh, he he asked the troll hunter asked throughout the film are you sure you're not Christian? Somebody here's got to be Christian. And then he would kind of forget about it for a while, and then it would come back up in a really terrible time. Does anybody know, if, is there folklore behind that? Or where There's did that middle.
0: come from? Yeah, I mean... Fee, it, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of a Christian man. But that's... Is um that how that goes? That's, that's giants that's more. That's But... Hmm? I smell the blood of an Englishman. Is that, that's what that's, I that's,
2: oh, I thought that's it was a I, Christian man. I mean yeah, I, always I th- heard
1: Englishman too,
2: I think um they may have uh, mentioned something like that in uh or or maybe my brain connected it that way and switched it out, but yeah, I'd always heard Englishman and um it it's the same uh idea just they switched it with with christian uh in this, so yeah maybe there there may be a uh link to this after Christianity spread through Scandinavia uh because you know that happened in what was it the 11th century or something they they started mm-hmm. in there um and so that that could have uh influenced the culture's folklore to <laughs> to to then be a connection to why uh christians are at odds with these things and um and to a to a bigger uh degree how the culture uh kind of viewed christianity when it came in and how it uh, fit in eventually if, <laughs> if any of that makes sense it,
1: it <coughs> does and to kind of help you out a little bit according to wikipedia which we all know is a viable resource uh donate today there are only <laughs> there, there's a small fraction of norwegians that consider themselves religious so maybe that has some sort of local uh significance maybe it's like an in, could be something along those lines not an inside joke but like uh, uh folklore uh, piece of folklore over there I guess what I should say
0: I, I, I'm i going with Flora's things I swear I remember somewhere hearing that that was something that they would go on about was the whole like oh tro- trolls can smell Christians and everything to try during like a conversion time for that country and everything um, so yeah I, I, I definitely am thinking along the same lines as Flora with that but like I said that FIFA I swear that I thought it was a Christian man, but it might be somewhere.
1: One of man. the listeners is screaming at us. Screaming. Yeah, just <laughs> screaming. <You> idiots. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's, it's not like we have the power of the internet in front of any of us to look this up. And I looked at the Christian blood thing and it immediately went to troll hunter, troll hunter, troll hunter. What? Hey, look, my keyboard somewhere. is okay, really
1: noisy and I take my job very seriously, so I don't want to <laughs> make any sounds.
0: Uh, there and was something. On that note, you're going to hear a crack of a beer in a second. <laughs> there was
1: something <laughs> weird that was also mentioned in regards to this. Uh, he was questioning everybody after he suspected one of them of actually being Christian, and he turns to the the woman Johanna and says, "Oh, she's not. I know she's not Christian." And like just glosses over that. Did anybody catch that? And does anybody have a clue what <laughs> that's about?
0: I have no clue. I like it's one of those things where um since I actually own this on blu-ray i have the ability to watch the dub of this and it's in the dub too oh, really? like i'll watch this yeah it's it's in there too and um i think she responds in the dub going what's that supposed to mean <laughs> and the, the 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 dub actor for hans just laughs. laughs and it's just moves on from there i'm telling I you have there's no- something
1: going on there I, I caught that i'm like i don't know what that's about but I'm gonna figure it I, out. There's I, something funny there.
0: I guess that that maybe the, is like the one little ad lib that that actor got in as like a joke. Maybe I don't know. It's it is weird because that that's that's brought up. Um, there there also is the question later of the replacement camera person they get. It, she um, says she's Muslim, and Hans just sort shrugs and he's like, "I will see." <laughs> so I'm like uh i mean good for bringing up that it brings up a very interesting question but never really answers it too what does yeah, that they throughout don't... the film
2: i mean there's so many unanswered yeah. questions throughout the film so do you, do you think it was a little like nod at her being kind of um uh, a woman of of uh loose morals <laughs> that's honestly that's what i thought it was and uh,
1: I'll tell you what I really thought it was. I thought I would look up the actress, which I haven't done yet, and find out she was like a porn star or something. I I thought it would be that deep of a joke. Uh, It It stuck out to me that much. that I'm going to look her up, actually, and just see who she is. I mean, please don't write me letters. I'm not accusing anybody of doing porn. I'm just (laughs) making funny jokes. Uh, Um,
2: But the the film is kind of satirical uh, in a way. It is, That's what I had also uh, picked up on with the behind the scenes stuff was that they have a bunch of references in there to uh, things like the government and religion and um, and how people act around, you know, certain things and the folklore and the culture. So I think that it could have been it could have been something that was funny to them uh, that us as Americans, you know, didn't didn't really pick up on, but doesn't ruin anything. Sure, sure.
0: Uh, to, To help you out, Derek, her name is also Joanna the actress they really went far outside the box with naming her for the movie oh
1: wow okay uh well i'm looking her up i didn't look up her name because i just assumed i couldn't pronounce it um she is in a <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying her last name she by is the way, in a so. film called porny p-o-r-n-i uh or or a show <laughs> but it comes out it's, in 2021 it's, it's, it's a show. but it comes out in 2021 so obviously it wouldn't be in reference to, so I, I don't know huh Maybe Guess I'm we'll just making him. a big deal out of uh, because everything else I'm seeing in her, I don't see anything that
0: sticks out. All all these great talking points we can have, and Derek has honed in on a throwaway line by Hans.
1: Hey, it's a good film. It takes a lot of work to find things to, to rag on. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you guys think of the like the UV light the the whole thing with like the the Light affects them and everything. Like the troll
1: mythology as a whole.
0: Yeah, I mean, Loved it's it. I in in the fact that they'll explode. So Michael Bay, um, I it was just one of those things that like you 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 kind of saw it coming because he points it out earlier. He's like, oh, a UV light, and then he hits the the um the one with the light and like basically turns it to stone instantly. The other one he has like light grenades strapped to him when he's in that armored suit yeah. and has, yeah. like, a like a switch on his chest he can hit. And then that one just explodes. And the final one turns the stone, I think, too?
2: Yeah, he does. Uh, and then crumbles. Oh, yeah, because he shoots it he with, sh- like, a missile yeah, or something. Yeah, some sort yeah. of light missile. Usually, that stuff doesn't work in these types of movies. You know what I mean? Like, it works a little bit, but I feel like when you're battling... Um, monsters and things like that, and you have these monster-fighting weapons, they'll only work for a certain bit, and then you, you just kind of get wrecked. But these were very effective, and I was kind of yeah. surprised at that, and it's nice. Well, the... the Go ahead, Dan. I
1: was just going to say, I think that's because the bad guy in this film wasn't the trolls. It was the other government agency that ultimately mm. ended the film. Um, of course. The film ends humans. with... What's the guy's name? Finn, I think. Uh, so it's it's another wing of the government there in Norway that they're hiding the troll. Actually, they are the, the the wing that's hiding the trolls, and I guess they go to all lengths to get the footage back, which means taking out this film crew. That's how it ends. Yeah, that's how it ends. For those that yeah. want to watch oh,
0: it, I, I thought they got a they got an all expenses paid vacation. Well. <laughs> oh, this film got dark now. Speaking of Again, vacation, I did, see inter-
1: I did see an interview from from uh, the, the Joanna that said that this was one of the hardest things she's ever done in her life. I guess they were actually out in the field, like shooting, walking through the woods, like doing all this stuff, oh, yeah. revenant style.
0: Well, well, they keep on, she like keeps on turning up missing half the time in the movie, and like runs through the woods to get back to them. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, this probably no, it's was a very own damn hard fault. For me. <laughs> <laughs> this probably was really hard for that poor girl having to run through the woods constantly because they're like oh well we've got you know the guy with the camera we've got um the other guy and you're going to get lost again
2: <laughs> apparently uh, they they did literally just drive places and stop and get out and, and were like this is an amazing looking uh, cliff with a waterfall let's shoot a scene here just improvise something real quick and that's how they did And, you know, it's cold. It's cold in Norway. And that's so. not an easy
1: thing to do, as we found out, no. David, when we were trying Absolutely. to shoot that promo. We're like, oh, we'll just go out and shoot something. And we go out there and, like, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's let the environment do the heavy lifting for us. <laughs> yep, there we go. That's what they did, too. Uh, another detail I loved, and it's kind of circling back, this is all just coming back to me. The three headed troll, they kind of explained, uh, the troll uh, Hans, the troll hunter, explained it they're not heads. He has one head and the other two are like growths essentially that look like heads, but they don't actually Mm -hmm. function as heads. And like little details like that. I'm like, "What? that's fascinating. And then we already know about the UV stuff, but he meets with a veterinarian and she kind of explains the science behind all this stuff. Their veins can't um, contract at all. So um, the, the added, Oh man, how how did that go? Something like the the UV light created vitamin D in their body that didn't allow their veins to expand and then they just essentially exploded. Or something along the I'm sure I'm screwing that yeah. fake science all up. No, but. It,
0: no, it's it's cool because it's not just Oh, they they just can't can't handle light. It's they give a scientific explanation, which I appreciate them at least trying that more than just it, like like in a vampire movie. It's Oh, uh, well, they don't like garlic. Yeah. No, yeah. no why? they did a great job. Because they don't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they did a great job of explaining this stuff, grounding it in reality. Uh, mm-hmm. I think all, those, all these, I keep saying it, but all these little details that they did really helped
0: make this film uh, what it was. Yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. And, that. and that's why I think this this film has a special place in my heart is because... I mean yes, it, I imagine I I keep on imagining like the American equivalent would be if they did this but it was them hunting bigfoot or something in in a similar vein and it would just be awful. Yeah. Cuz it it would just it just wouldn't be done the same. But that that's the thing they they took something that's so like a cornerstone of like their heritage and culture in that area and made something amazing with it. And like I said, we've said it before that this person obviously loves their heritage and everything and put a lot of that into this. Well, it's also introducing us
1: to, I don't know much about trolls. Um, uh, Maybe you guys do, but I certainly don't. Um, I thought they had fuzzy hair until I watched this movie. Uh, (laughs) That was a terrible joke. (laughs) Uh, no, no, so so watching <laughs> so watching this kind of reintroduced me to a, a monster that I otherwise I'm not really exposed to. I mean, I can think of the troll movies from the early '80s that were hilariously awful. Outside of that, there really isn't oh, too no. many. It uh, really t- isn't too many references to trolls in our in our lexicon or, or folklore or whatever you want to call it. So it's it's great to be introduced to, to these kind of things. It, it's kind of the equivalent of of going to uh, Japan and, and seeing a or having a movie come from Japan about the Kappa uh, or uh, oh. Australia about the Bunyip or something like that. It's like things we've heard about, we know about in a few stories, but we don't have the visuals, we
2: don't have the details. And this fills us in on all that stuff. That's a good point. And um, sometimes it gets kind of convoluted because in this particular case with trolls, their folklore and and how they view trolls and things, which also don't forget the, the Tolkien um, drew on as well because uh, um, the trolls in there, much like this, they get turned to stone at dawn. Um, But over here with uh, Dungeons and Dragons and the Forgotten Realms world. And uh, though that, that fantasy setting trolls are a little bit different. they are a lot more, um, sinister they're wiry they're very um tough and uh, uh foreboding because they regenerate limbs so you can't just hack them to death they'll regrow heads and arms and legs and you have to you know there's a certain way you got to kill them in that fantasy setting so it's a lot different um in in a lot of aspects that we might know over here just from just from the world of D D. um to no. to put a little geeky spin or on Warcraft. it, but um, yeah, it's it's very interesting, and and I agree with you, Derek. It's it's good to see that from other cultures um, as well.
1: Score one for me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the 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 troll hunter. Let's talk about this guy a little bit because his Hans. I have Hans. I have a difficult time. I need to stop getting <laughs> trying to how do I even want to word this? So I, I'm not, I don't want to criticize his performance cause that's not what I'm doing, but I don't speak his language. So I'm having to, tr- to read what he's saying and then try to judge the performance he's giving. And I can't tell if he's complete deadpan or if he's, um, just trying to be that grumpy character. Like I'm trying to get his nuances and I'm having a really difficult time picking those up. There's, there's, does any of those details make sense? Do you guys know what what I'm even getting at, or am I just a weirdo?
0: Um. Well, I'm going off of the dub because I've ironically I've uh, okay. watched this a ton of times, and I've never done it without the dub. On. I
1: wish I had the dub because I, I want to. I'm a visual person anyway. It's I want to see dead. what's going on.
0: So I, the uh, the the voiceover people do a good job, not a great job, but a good job of at least um. Doing some of this stuff, but it's it's obvious that I uh, he's he's really weird even with the dub too okay. because he, he he comes I don't I mean I guess that's just the character then because he he doesn't come off as um he kind of goes back and forth. I don't know the whole thing that that got me I know there's something pointed out in a previous thing this where you discussed this is he goes from not wanting to work with these kids. To like within a two minute span, being like, "Okay, you guys can follow me." Yeah, it's just a weird quick turn for him, and I mean, I know that yes, we need to have that done so we can move on the story and everything, but I don't know, it's just weird.
1: They didn't spend a lot of time on that
0: development, uh, as far as scripting is concerned. I I, that is
1: a complaint I had, but I wasn't going to voice it because it's compared to the overall piece of work, it's really minuscule. Um, But yeah, it's just his his demeanor was so strange to me i'm like is he a grumpy old man is he just a quiet person like i i was having it, it such goes a along hard with, time like,
2: figuring him out being being beaten down and and tired of doing this over and over with little to no recognition i i get from it you know
1: i i guess yeah
2: yeah i guess when you say that and i like think about his
1: performance again it does it certainly does uh show through i guess huh I mean, it probably has more to do with me than the film itself, I can't uh, read a, a film and and listen to a character at the same time. But
0: <laughs> I can't read a film. Um, <laughs> that you know what? Thank thank you for giving me the next time I have to read subtitles and something. I'm gonna be like, oh, I, I can't wait to read this movie um, <laughs> or this show. Um, so, so something that I wanted to bring up because um, I know and I didn't. I didn't want to plug it too much, but I know Flora's done a blurry photos on trolls, mm-hmm. uh, episode two oh two. That's right.
2: It's been a couple of years.
0: I, I I only know that off the top of my head because I listened to it earlier today to <laughs> see if I to see. I was like, I think they talk about troll hunter. Now. Let me double check real quick. Cause I don't want to mention it and you'd be like, this is the first time I ever watched that movie. Um, Derek, have you ever had any troll reports through? Um, Monsters Among Us?
1: I don't think so. Um, I can think of, like, it's little another... people, like people of the forest kind of things. Yeah. But I, I I can't think of any outright troll experience where somebody used the word troll. I can't think of one, though
0: There, there are super uncommon, because I wanted to try to look these up a long time ago, like, like reports that, like... Reports of people seeing trolls, and they are few and far between. Because, of course, I mean, who knows how real they are. I'm not going to say 100% no. I'm not going to say anywhere yes. But it's just something that you don't get many reports of. And I was going to ask David if he remembers anything from his old old research or anything of any actual reports. I think they're all older, if I remember correctly.
2: The only thing I can vaguely recall from that is that people respect them and they they don't like mess with it um, in terms of the folklore and, and it's kind of a um, we're going to say you know oh you know trolls they're they're it's folklore and everything like that but we're not going to do anything to, to piss them off um, mm-hmm. so it it's, it's kind of a um, respectful arm's length view of them I, I think is what I remember
1: there's a photo um, it's been going around the internet for probably ten years now. It well, here's the I brought the photo up, and this is a little caption underneath it. This strange photograph. This strange photograph has been claimed to show a great Norwegian mountain troll. It is said to have been taken in 1942 by the crew of a rural British, or sorry, British rural Air Force recon flight, around 300 miles north of Bergen, Norway. Now it's a black and white. Uh, image. If you guys just, uh,
0: I've, I've, if you I've Google
1: 1942 up. Royal Royal Air Force troll, you'll see the picture. It looks. It looks. Uh,
0: I guess convincing. It's. De- uh, it's. You, you, do you want? Do you want? Do you want me to rain on your parade now or later? No,
1: no. I'm. Uh, I'm going to rain on my own here in just a second. Oh, okay. It looks. It looks, good, good, it looks good, like good, a good, decent good. photo. Uh, it's vague. There's not much. You see a snowy. Uh, pine forest in the foreground and like it looks like weather or something and in the distance you can see the outline of a gigantic troll you know lumbering over the timber but they used this as a promotional stunt for the film we're talking about so this picture ah. is is bogus uh, in, in <laughs> fact the troll in the finale of the film is actually the troll you see in that photo uh, i'll okay. uh, i'll throw a link to this to you guys so you can put it in the show notes uh, when we post so if anybody wants to look at this they can check it out
0: I I I heard you say it. I'm like, I know exactly which one he's going for, and I know, I know it's a promotion for the film, and I I want him to just be like, oh man, I've, you know, this this is so believable, it's so, and I I just can't believe we have this image. <laughs> I was gonna play it up a little
1: <laughs> bit more, and then and then crap on it, but <laughs> I, I, whatever. But, it's a cool photo, and, and I no, I but know it's about, very cool that the uh, sorry, I didn't that know the filmmakers. What, sorry, go ahead, Justin.
0: You I was going to say the filmmakers going to this length to give us this this image and put this informa- I mean, put this image out there into the world as something that people point to as like, oh, this, see, it's real. Yeah,
1: isn't it yeah. weird how that kind of happens? You create the
2: <laughs> the evidence you need to support the stance you've yeah, taken. Yeah, it, it's always marketing, right? It's like the the scary clowns with the balloons yeah. and stuff. Um, and and they said that. In the lead up to releasing this, they started leaking some footage and this and that to, to build anticipation and, and things. So, yeah, I believe that. Uh, and it's it makes it hard for people like us who like to talk about this stuff in, in a real context uh, because too many people see it and believe it immediately. Yeah. And don't uh, don't believe it when you're like, this is part of a promotional stunt. They're like, well, yeah, you're just part of a government shield. <laughs> yeah, or even worse,
1: we have people that see the photo, figure out that it was created as a viral campaign, and then they look at us like, oh, look at you idiots. You believed it was real. Oh, yeah, I'm like, well, I yeah, never that thought true. it was a real troll ever, but um, it's our job to investigate it no matter what it looks like.
0: What's- I know that. Um- I know we've discussed this before, not to bring up the Meg again too much. I know it brings back bad memories. There was the the, the Meg Lives documentary that they did on the... Was it Discovery Channel? Yeah, yeah, it was, I Okay, think. I was about to say, it's that, it's that or Nat Geo did it a while back, and they did a ton of, like, they edited, like, giant sharks into, like, old photos, um, random, like films and stuff and going online looking for stuff those pop up all the time is like undeniable proof the meg um, a megalodon still exists in the world and i'm like this was all uh this is this is turned around and turned into my living nightmare of like you can't research or find anything now because it's all tainted with this
1: yeah it spoils the water essentially where nothing else can survive in it but that Uh, So if you're you're looking for – there's a perfect example. I think it was Louisiana. Somebody uh, sent this photograph into a news station saying, oh, my trail camera picked this up. And it's like a pale walker or zombie or a rake or whatever you want to call this thing. It's all kind of hunched over and you see it in the distance. And that was viral marketing for some video game. I couldn't tell you what the video game was, but uh, they finally came out eventually years later and said, you know, this was us. We did this to kind of – uh create fear for this creature that you'll find in this video game. So the kind of people make that connection. But but people didn't make that connection for a long time and even to this day <laughs> I still see people send me this link all the time. Like, hey have you seen this? I'm like, well yeah I have, but it's also not real. It's it's something completely fabricated to to sell tickets. Right. <laughs> but yeah, makes our job real easy, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Respectable, I'm just waiting for the <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Fres- Fresno, um, the the those Walker things Nightcrawler, thing. Nightcrawler, yeah, night, yeah, yeah. Ni- yeah to, to be a pants promotion that like <laughs> Jinko,
2: Jinko's coming <laughs> back, boys.
0: <laughs>
2: nice.
0: <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, aged Y'all. us perfectly with that joke. God, I have not heard the term Jinko in since the nineties. <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> um, I I was about to say I don't, I don't know if you you guys have any final thoughts on this. Like I said, I think this is one of our better polls, so I think I can promise us ne- I'll, I'll promise that next time I pick, I'll pick some garbage to for us to really rake apart.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, I'm curious what our listeners enjoy more: us ripping the movie apart or us enjoying a film. Yeah. Uh, I bet it's ripping it apart, <laughs> as long as it's not a movie they enjoy. <laughs>
0: In, uh, I'd yeah, i've never basically. heard anything negative about this movie I, I say that now immediately i know my twitter facebook and everything else will be inundated with people being like i hated this movie why do you keep talking about it on zingness please stop doing episodes around this
1: you know the biggest complaint i heard about this film was the trolls themselves people were really upset about the appearance of the trolls because they weren't as they put it, classic troll looks, but that's exactly what these are based on. There's, they're. they're uh, some people what are, are too hipster to for their like own good. <laughs> the Americanized troll, whatever that
2: is. Like the D&D? Maybe? I mean, possibly. I don't, hmm. I don't know what that necessarily I, looks like. but I mean, there were three Billy Goats gruff on a bridge with a troll that ate <laughs> them. Like, what more do they want?
0: <laughs> I, I just imagine, I want a recut of this movie, but it's just troll dolls instead. Like, running after them and stuff. Like, just crappily cut and pasted like coming after them. Since I guess that's what people want instead, I don't know. Well, I think
2: my final thoughts on this, I I think it is um, it's it's a triumph because it is it just goes to show exactly what you can do with limited resources and a creative mind and imagination. And when you don't have people in higher-up positions that are uh, messing with stuff. And it really serves the culture and serves the folklore, and everything is is done so well with what they had to work with. And I really appreciate that they used the environment so much, wanted to capture that and and mold the story around that, and also that they uh, improvised uh, a lot of it while still working within that framework of the folklore. I think it's very impressive and uh that's that's i think my favorite part of the film itself
1: i'm gonna piggyback on that uh the director and writer and i'm probably gonna butcher his name but i'm gonna give it a shot because he deserves it uh andre avdral i think is maybe how you say that avdral something o-v-r-e-d-a-l um anyway he's he he had a vision he had an idea uh executed the idea perfectly. He executed the story very well. And visually, I mean, this movie's incredible looking. Uh, yeah. And to do all that with the budget he has is damn near magic. So yep. I highly recommend anyone that is even vaguely interested in cryptozoology, monsters, folklore, horror, found footage, check this movie out. You're going to have to read subtitles. But trust me, after about 20 minutes, it just flies by. You don't even think about it. Um, it's it's worth the watch, and like I said, this is the fourth time I've probably seen this film. So that says a lot. I don't watch a lot of movies anymore. So the fact that I would sit down and and say this is enjoyable after a fourth time, it's pretty telling. It's a good movie. Yeah,
2: Justin, oh, still there? Wake up, Justin!
0: <laughs> I, no, no, no. I, 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 I he's I, too busy I, watching the Meg. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, no, I mean this this movie. I, I. I found it, like I said, years ago, and I watch it like probably once a year. I want to say I, I just I just really enjoy it because I'm like it's it's great. I I love it and everything, and I I highly recommend this. Like like it's one of those things that like I wish there was an American equivalent to this, but as pointed out, apparently Hollywood can't keep the producers stuff like that. I just I just feel like you can't have that any. Like right now, I don't to... think
1: this could be created here. I, I think this need this is environmental, and it just yeah. it wouldn't be the same. It, it's so atmospheric that it has to take place in and that, in that location with those actors with local people. You just couldn't pull it off with a different different world. Not the same, not to not the same effect. Not to the same effect uh, that this film has anyway.
0: Yeah, until um, the remake of it directed by Michael Bay, starring. Uh, Vin Diesel <laughs> comes out and blows us all away. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think who who would be a good like gruff veteran person that 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 like I I feel like I just mm-hmm. want to say Vin Diesel who's not too old
2: to to it, to do it like <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford the would Troll be Hunter good was... but I think he's
0: too old oh way too old he's, no no Harrison Ford like would just be angry the entire time. <laughs>
1: This guy was, he was around since the 70s. He talked about stories that that he had hunting trolls in the 70s. So he's an older gentleman, which I think, if you're sticking to the script at least, you have to pick somebody that's 60, 70 years old. Takes Ryan Reynolds right out of it, David. <laughs> I it's love true. Ryan Reynolds. Oh. If you're listening, Ryan, I love you. But you're not great for this part.
2: <laughs> he's not listening. You got Michael uh, Bay. Ryan Reynolds would be top of the list. <laughs> Actually, probably be Mark Wahlberg,
0: but... Oh man, Mark Wahlberg or The Rock.
1: Oh yeah, man, it would he's be the troll. Like
2: ben Affleck or or Matt Damon or something, <laughs> maybe. Just well, it was just, so just the motion capture The anymore. Rock as the troll. Who's the Who's the kid
1: that played uh, Captain America, the blonde haired kid? Chris Evans, yeah. Chris Evans, Friends? yeah. He he
2: should be the he might not be old enough.
1: Well, no, 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 not, not his hands as the the main documentarian, and oh. then Liam Neeson as hands Hans, whatever his oh. name is.
0: Yeah. Very Christopher interesting. for Nolan day.
1: directing. You see this movie coming together now, I don't, I think. little Al Pacino in there somewhere.
2: <laughs> you, got a, you got a troll problem here. Got to go out here. Got some trolls what? to hunt. You got to get in this Land Rover with me. Let's get on the road. Find I... these trolls.
0: <laughs> I don't think we could have ruined a movie any more perfectly oh, than we just oh had. My. Nice.
1: Oh that was that was perfect, David. I'm sorry I talked over the beginning of that because once I realized what you were doing and I shut up I was like this is gold.
0: I'll I'll, I'll try to wow. save it in editing. Yeah. Well gentlemen, I think
1: we've beat this at dead horse to death or dead troll to death rather. Yeah.
2: We've um, shined all the UV light on it we can.
0: <laughs> all right. Where 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 can people find you, Derek? Well,
2: People can find me
0: where
1: the wherever they look for me. Honestly, um, you can find Monsters <laughs> Among Us. <laughs> hey, like I told these guys before we started recording, my Buckeyes won yesterday. I'm in such a good mood right now that uh, this might not even be usable. Uh, you can find Monsters <laughs> Among Us uh, essentially anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, we're hosted at Red Circle. You can find Paranormal Con on Camera. I don't know what show or what day we're on anymore. They keep moving us. I think Fridays now. Uh, but it's the travel channel. Any trolls on there? Travel channel, either way.
0: Uh, what was that, Justin? Any trolls on there? Ooh,
1: not yet. Give them time; they'll find one. <laughs> All right,
2: or they'll CGI so, one for us. One way or yes. another. All right, Dave. Where,
0: where can people find more from you?
2: You same same places, same places as Derek. Um, and and these days wherever I'm riding look. his coattails. So yeah, <laughs> wherever they look for Derek, I'm just going to be creeping. Um, <laughs> you can go to BlurryPhotos.org uh, to find a one-stop shop, and especially the archives and, and things like uh, Justin mentioned with episode 202 when I covered trolls and the, the uh, folklore of trolls. Um, so check that out. And don't forget, I am streaming on Twitch these days, twitch.tv slash BlurryPhotos. And uh, I've got uh, two audio books out, uh, Living Among Bigfoot, if you search for that on Audible. Uh, you can find me on there with more to come. Oh, you know what? I should add that as well. I also
1: have a couple audiobooks on there, Living with Bigfoot. Uh, David and I have the same hookup. Uh, however yeah. you find David's, <laughs> Derek you can look my... for mine the same way. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Derek. So... <laughs> well, thanks to David oh. for reminding me. Otherwise, nobody would even know it existed. I don't...
2: We, we have uh, dueling, um, dueling books in there too now uh, because I think you, you have read a couple of the books that I ended up reading in a in a collection, too. So you can get two different versions of the same book from us. <laughs> Ooh, you can contrast and
1: compare and,
0: which one of us yeah, did it better. Yeah, I was about to say, tell us which one did it better. <laughs>
2: Who wore it best? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing uh, The Evil Within on stream the other night, and I swear to God that there was uh, a voiceover in there that was Derek. And I, I had to stop the stream and, and text Derek and say... Did you do a voiceover for this game? um he didn't i guess unless unless you're lying derek but it it sounds that exactly I can recall, like i recall at least i I don't it, recall doing you, it you you have a you have a voice doppelganger who is in a, a horror video game. It's amazing <laughs>
0: hmm. um you can also find me wherever you look for these two, but writing both of their coattails just being dragged behind them <laughs> um you can find Cygnus basically wherever you find. Great podcast. Uh, Also, uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash Zingness, you can um, get the audiobooks. (laughs) Yeah, plugging my own. um, I, I don't do audiobooks, but you can use my link to get their audiobooks. So there you go. Full circle. Goodbye. See ya.